protesting? Who were you protesting for at the time? Uh, oh, uh, uh, in the early, you know, in the 30s when we were protesting, uh, you know, what's, what sort of work I was doing in yeah. terms of mm -hmm. being able oh, to live okay. off yeah. of a sort of organization. Right, in the early 30s, yeah. what kind of work well, were you doing? I was working in, in, in uh, washing automobiles. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of work I was doing. Uh, I was, I was with, you see, the first group I think I joined was the, was the, is, is youth movement, I was trying to remember the name of it. There's the other youth movement in the thirties. Uh, well, it'll it, come. It was, yeah. Don't, we don't want to, I don't, it's it okay. Was, it, was, it was the Young Liberators. Young Liberators? Uh, okay. It was the earlier. It was, yeah. Okay. And, and, uh, and what did they do? And what did you do with them? Well, we, we protest, we would demonstrate, and, uh, and, uh, particularly uh, doing things for black youth in, term of, in terms of, of uh, unemployment. In, uh, in the early 30s, we, we had I mean, one campaign we had on getting black black youth hired. In one thing, better jobs, you know, jobs they hadn't been accustomed to working. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that was in, in the early 30s. Okay. Uh, these are the main two things the protesters about, about unemployment and, and jobs and welfare. When you say welfare mm -hmm. now, what did you mean by welfare then? Well, at that time it was asking the city for food, Clothing and these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, trying to get the city to, to furnish the plus we was asking for 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 cash welfare. Okay, did, did they did they help? Yeah, uh, they didn't respond right away. The campaign for, for welfare was uh, in the farm, you know. Like people get, you know, get food stamps. Right? Mm -hmm. If they didn't have food stamps, you know, they would give it to people. Mm -hmm. Have a place where you could go and you could get it. They didn't, they didn't, have, they didn't have food stamps. That's what it did. Until we finally convinced the city to start giving cash or cash mm -hmm. people go to store and buy. Where did you work as a car wash? First place I washed was uh, places of destroyed night was uh, on Del Mar. Was it for in the, in the in the fifty nine hundred block? Was it a, a a commercial place or was it a yeah? Okay, Clark. Okay. Um, all right. Then then how did you move? Did you move? into another organization? Well, that organization, we, that organization lasts over a number of years, several years, because, because we didn't get response right away. You know, you have to, you know, before, but uh, by the early 30s, and the, well, 32, 33, like that, when we got cash welfare, well, that was, you know, when we used to protest for that, uh, that's when we followed it with jobs and these kind of things. Mm -hmm. 
when the job question, as far as youth was concerned, or as far as black was concerned, period, it, 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 didn't, it didn't end no way soon. But uh, a lot of organizations developed. On the question of the job question, we carried that on. Um, that was an ongoing thing. Because even in the 50s, when it was probably, it wasn't a bigger demand for the job question. I mean, actually, it was even in the 30s. It was primarily, uh, it was primarily uh, campaigning for the youth in the early 30s. Uh, but as you go along with it, it the unemployed among black men was continuously increasing even, even after the late 30s, we won the, won the, uh, uh, the WPA and the PWA. Well, the demand for better jobs for blacks continued. It, it, it never ended. It was just like now, you know, you, you have some of this goes on. I have three questions. I have a I have trouble understanding exactly what cash welfare is. What what was cash welfare? Mm -hmm. Well, it was money. They they would, they would mail checks out to people. So in other words, you weren't able to make a certain amount of money, so you asked for a certain amount of money back. No, I'm talking about. Well, I'm talking about. Cash welfare right, right. was same as welfare today, uh, you, you know, as uh, food stamps today. Uh -huh. They send out people, and they send people checks. Mm -hmm. Well, it was the same way then, when it wasn't called uh, uh, food stamps. It was called cash welfare. It, it, it was called, at that time, it was called the food supply. Mm -hmm. See, well, when they finally... Uh, Instead of stamps, you got money. Well, yeah, yeah, instead of food, you got money mm -hmm. to buy your food. See, mm -hmm. that's the difference is now. Now you get food and money. Mm -hmm. At that time, you only got, you first got food and then you got the cash to go buy your food. Now, uh, here's a question that I should know the answer to, but I don't. The difference between WPA and PWA. PWA is Public Works Administration. Right. And that was for the most skilled people. Mm -hmm. It was, and it was generally given to white workers. Uh -huh. It was a very few black workers got PWA. And the WPA. Yeah, that was primarily for unskilled. Okay, and stood for. Uh, P, I know PWA stood for Public Works Administration, WPA stood for Okay, I should know that myself. I can't, I cannot bring it to my no. lips. Um, all right, so let's just Keep moving on in this direction. Um, the next, whatever came next, the next organization or the next job? Oh, the next organization. Uh, because this that kind of thing was, it's all questions at ebb and flow. It would have low-level low uh, campaigns. Uh -huh. and, and sometimes people would stop protesting altogether. But, and then some, I, some, I just kind of wonder some, when they came into existence. Oh, the, uh, the, and, and you had certain local things that didn't have a name. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like in the, in the middle 30s, not in the 40s, you know, uh, although I was working in 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 Wagner Electric, the the we we had a local campaign of a uh, of a uh, hiring black 
employees in the in in the as a butcher in the meat department in these big stores came about which only lasted a short time. See, I, what, what I'm after, Herschel, as I told you when I came, was a picture of the black labor movement. Yeah. And I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying yeah. to, uh, and uh, I yeah. realize that it comes and goes, but yeah. I want to. And it wasn't much of a black labor movement before the, before the parties. Okay. Very little of a black labor movement. Well, for instance. There was a black movement, but it wasn't a labor movement. Okay. For instance, the the Negro Labor Labor yeah. Council. When yeah. when did that? That started, I think, in fifty one. In fifty one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that that got the exact date when it was started. All right. And the National Alliance Against Racism. I can't remember that. That's okay, that started in seventy three. All right. And the Civil Rights Congress. The Civil Rights Congress. The last I can remember is started in the late 40s okay, and, and lasted on into the 50s. Uh -huh. And then the labor defense, international labor defense. Now the international labor defense was not a labor organization. Uh -huh. It started in the, as I can remember, in the late 20s. Okay. It was it was very active during the Scottsboro Boys tribe in the early 30s. Uh, what, what would you feel that it's important for me to know uh, as far as what well, I well I think it'd be good to have some history on these things with the international labor events the the uh, I mean if you were talking to children today if you were talking to children right now right. about the the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, what would you hit on and what would you say? Well, I think I would say the most important thing was the two things. One, the fact of, of the black working people was always able to organize protests against the most oppressive thing that they had. And it comes and goes. Now the blacks within the labor movement was very important, but that didn't start very much until the forties. Forties. Right. Well, then let's let's go to the forties. Uh, let's uh, go to the forties, and you were working now, in Wagner Electric. Uh, uh huh. Now the the southern southern. Uh, what, what, what this book deals with the the southern uh, uh, farmer agricultural sharecropping that started in the early thirties, but I wasn't involved. Okay, well we want to deal. Let's get started. We want to deal with St. Louis in the forties. Okay. And, and you and and the okay. organized labor then I suppose. Right. Okay. Uh, you were at Wagner Electric. I was at Wagner Electric. Mm -hmm. And what were you doing there? What was your job? My job was a porter job. Okay. And up until later on, until as a beginning. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. And you were, uh, and you joined, and you were part of a union. Then. I was. Uh, we had a union. Okay. And you would be called unskilled at that point. At that point, I was unskilled labor. All right. And and were were there any other blacks? working in any other kind of job at Wagner? No. Uh, well, the economy considers they had two categories uh, in skill, mm -hmm. and that was polar work and uh, common labor. Mm -hmm. And the labor forces was forces that generally worked outside, porters on the inside. And what were the outside jobs? Well, handling, helping moving, handling the whatever material that was coming in mm -hmm. to be worked, you know, to, to be worked on. Okay, mm -hmm. what's the only material came into the plant? They handled it. So those were the two kinds of jobs right. that you could have had. And these were the two kinds of jobs. All right. And uh, uh, in the 
and in the in 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 uh, I would say forty two when I was active in outside of the uh, uh, my regular work in the plant was mm -hmm. as far as the union activities. And your union was this was CIO. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that was the international. Was, yeah. Uh, it was electrical. electrical, which was a part of the CIO. Mm -hmm. Right, electrical work. Right. And, and what I was doing outside of my regular work as a porter, meeting with uh, other people in the plant, other blacks within the plant, that wanted to, to improve the economic conditions of black workers in the plant. So you were an organizer? Yeah, not a paid organizer. No, no, no. And, and uh, we we would discuss what we're going to do and uh, who we're going to talk to. Okay. And so we was able to talk with our union uh, uh, president and some other people in the plant we know that was in favor of giving blacks better jobs. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, we was able to get uh, enough support to be willing to go to the company and discuss this with the company. Because we couldn't do it in the union meetings. Because oh, well, a majority of the, of the white workers was against it. Yeah, you knew that because yeah. you had tried? Yeah. Well, we knew that just for just listening to them talk. And, and uh, the other white workers that was on our side, they, they would let us know. You know, that, that's no problem. So you attended your meetings, but you didn't? Yeah. yeah. And, and so uh, when we felt that the union was strong enough and the president supported our position and our district president supported our position, well, now I said the same things as district president, certain things he could do to influence the manager. Mm -hmm. You know, because the, he and other people from the district with the local district, they was the ones to do, do, you know, do negotiations. Yes. And so they would negotiate with the, with the management. And they worked out a way where they felt that they had a way of uh, uh, separating better jobs, see. And the better jobs that they felt that the white workers would not put too much of resistance, then you, you, you bring in like that. And, and once that started, then the resistance uh, ceased, not totally ceased, but it cut back way, where it could move to another level. Did you feel that there was uh, certain pressures that you had to be uh, act in a certain way or do your job better or be there earlier? Well, doing your job better uh, on, 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 on getting a better job, you usually would have to do your job better. That would about all. And, and it, well, being, your attendance there would help some too. Use a regular work there that on time, day every day, that kind Yeah. So how did it go? Did it? Did it? Yeah, we was able to succeed. And what? Yeah. And what were the better well, jobs? Well, all of the jobs that paid more is considered better jobs. Right. Now, uh, they had different jobs. Well, like tool and die maker. And machinists always is top jobs. That's skilled. That's top skill. That had semi skill, but we couldn't work on semi skill jobs until we was able to start improving. You know, until they was able to convince the company, and then convince the large section of white workers. That, right. So you would go from the, right. the unskilled to the semi skilled, yeah. and then they trained you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had a training program. And so this happened? Yeah, this, this happened. This happened? Yeah, this what, happened. What would a semi-skilled job be? 
anything like uh, as I open operating jobs. Pardon me? Open operating jobs. Yeah. And machine operated jobs. Mm -hmm. The machine operator was a semi skilled job. Mm -hmm. They were the main jobs that they wanted to make sure you kept blacks all packed. Let me ask you, Herschel, when they did move somebody up, mm -hmm. did that uh, did they do it when there was an expansion of of that department? Or did they move a white person into another job? Or did somebody have to die? Or did they, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah, so that no, there was no, no resentment? Yeah. It was not, only on a few of the jobs, it was only the resentment. But once you, and it was at, this was at a time of uh, doing the, just before and during the war. Mm -hmm. So, we had a certain amount of advantage because the federal government, see, the federal government asked that it be did too. And uh, they carried more influence with workers than anybody else. I may be missing something, but I, I was under the impression that, and we sort of touched on this last time, mm -hmm. that there was a problem with hiring black workers for the defense and that, that they really had to push for that and I think they, they did. Randolph was A. Philip Randolph was Well yeah, well that's a national thing. Yes. But as but far as we was at Wagner, we did it a little bit different. Okay. And and we didn't have that resentment. Mm -hmm. We didn't have that kind of resentment. We had some resentment, but not to the degree that the average plan had resentment. Why was I, it different there? Well, our union leadership supported it and district leadership supported it. Okay. Where, uh, so, and where the district leadership and the union and, and the local local leadership supported the program, it was much easier to get it through mm -hmm. than it was if anybody else supported it. Okay. And, but you all were aware of the problems Oh, yeah. that were going on right. in the defense plants that yeah, people we, weren't oh, yeah, we was hiring right. blacks. Right. Yeah, we, we were quite aware of the problem. That's one why, from the fact that we had this advantage, we felt it was better to do it this way. Mm -hmm. so our president was very strong on that issue. And our, mm -hmm. uh, the local president was very strong on the issue. And the, and the district president was very strong on the issue. And the national president was very strong on the issue. But in some of the places, uh, the, in, in some places, you, don't, you wouldn't get that sort of a local, in, in particular. Your local uh, president of union, the, the local presidents of a lot of unions didn't have this kind of you know, when, when this kind of prison. And so, so it created a problem, with a, a lot of problem with some local uh, places, but others it didn't create that much problem. All right, so did you go up to a semi-skilled job? Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's as far as I wanted to go at that time. As far as you wanted to go at yeah. that time? Yeah, You're smiling again, Herschel. Someone? You're smiling again. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I would have had to, well, to went to the top scale, I would have, I would have had to go back to school. But these kind of jobs, you, you know, your educational level had to be pretty high <coughs> <coughs> to go into two diamonds. When you say school, a school that, that you had to pay for, or no, they uh, I wouldn't have had to pay, but I would have had to take some time off, mm -hmm. and I didn't feel at that time I was in, in a financial position to do so. Mm -hmm. okay. um, all right, then. Were you 
involved at that time on the outside in the some, 40s? Some, not as much. Not much? Not as much, but some. Mm -hmm. How long did you work at Wagner? About 29 years. Oh, a long time. I, I worked until I retired. And, uh, it was just well, you must have seen a lot of things change at Wagner. It was. It was a lot of things changed at Wagner. It, it really was. Well, there was a lot of things changed, in, uh, a lot of things changed in, in, in organized labor itself. Tell me. After, after the war was over, then the plants made started making some changes, and labor started making changes, and it was a, a numerous amount of plants that had had more, more, and it upgraded a lot of black workers to, to good positions that they, they backed off of them. The majority of the plants, particularly in St. Louis, I don't know about other places, particularly in St. Louis, they had women, particularly black women, well, laid all of them off, back off. Wagner probably was the only one that didn't. In St. Louis, on the black, on a big plant in St. Louis, I know they didn't. They had some plants didn't have at all, uh, and the labor, the labor movement itself, didn't demand it. They, they were, I guess you would say, they give in to it to the pressure, but I don't think it's taking that much pressure. Because uh, uh, white workers never did really support the idea. They just went along with it to satisfy the war, supposedly. You mean to have black workers? Yeah. You mean they really weren't that, that happy? Right. Um, what happened when the servicemen came back from the war? Well, the people that was in service when they came back, well, they could, you know, they came back to the plant if they wanted to. Did they put people out of jobs, and, and if so, who, who, who left first? Uh, that was part of the excuse for letting women go. And, and, uh, but uh, my opinion was just primarily an excuse. Now, we wasn't on face with it at Wagner. Well, we know what's faced with this at Wagner. Uh, people just came, the people that came back, just, they, they plant just, uh, they come and just take them off. Um, you, you, when I ask, you know, what, what, why is Wagner different? When you, you give the talking about the um, the, la the president of your labor union and right. the, the representatives and all, what about the people who who owned or ran Wagner? Uh, the people that ran Wagner during that time was uh, Wagner was different in some one way in particular. Uh, I learned that it was it, it's very well known that Wagner always was a was not a company up until later years when other concerns came in. You know, but it was just sort of a family plant in a lot of ways for a long time, and and uh, I think it had a lot to do with family. Yeah, what they did. Now later on, when they they become a big company, a big company in which uh, uh, other 
wealthy uh, individuals or companies bought in. Well, uh, I think the company changed. Uh, and well, that, that, that's, that's one why they ain't here no more. They, they finally just kept building bigger, bigger company. And so it was about the time, uh, a little before I, I, I retired, it was a big company really bought them out. Did you ever have any uh, chance to, if it was family, to uh, talk to anybody in the family? No. It wasn't that kind of thing? No. Uh, but, but there, the way they just operate the plant showed that they had more heart, heart for individuals than companies. See, companies don't have none. Companies operate totally for money. And, uh, you know, it's just, you, you can't, you can't, you, you have always a difficult thing negotiating with companies. Whereas, were things segregated, uh, working conditions? Uh, oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Well, between the end the plant? Mm-hmm. Well, just, just... describe it. Just, it, it, it was segregated by the, the white workers and black workers didn't really uh, associate in the plant that much. In, 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 in a lot of places where they, it was close relationship where they worked together, they did. But outside of that, they, they didn't. Is this also during the time when, in the, this is the 40s we're talking about? Yeah, well, for the later in the 40s, after black workers began to upgrade. After the war? Or, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we had quite a bit of upgrading before, before the war. Yeah, to begin with, it, that was a, a separate, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and uh, but uh, after the upgrade, then that was eliminated. But even after it, after it's eliminated, you, you don't change your routine that much. change a lot. Everybody's it, still in the same place. Right, right. But, you know, but it was then, doing, doing the upgrading. And, and how did it finally get changed? Well, no, as I it was did, well, you know, uh, more and more mm -hmm. routine as you, as, as you're working with different people, mm -hmm. that changes, and that changes everything. That changes as much as anything else. If uh, if you have group where all whites, and all blacks, well, then it's very difficult to change. But as these group mix, then the changes come about normally. So. leadership um, uh, in the union and um, what 
you play? I, I was always a part of the just some leadership within the plant, not paid leadership by the union. Uh, paid leadership by unions generally come from the fact of uh, 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 you know, particularly for black leadership, as far as is the question of communication with the white leadership of the union. And, uh, and that was part of that. The, Would you like to tell me why? Well, it was a very little of that going on in, in the first place. You had to really fight that position, these kind of positions. And you know, I always figured that, that uh, working with the people in the plant was more important as far as uh, uh, getting real things done. As, as your leadership in the unions it, it had to be did it always was a, almost during the early days of CIO it wasn't to that degree but, but, but I, I wasn't in the organized labor at that time I just studied it some you had to be uh, uh, very cooperative because uh, uh, the top labor leadership would never agree to people being, so, as, as they call it, out of line. And, and, out of uh, line. Yeah. Out of With, their line. Yeah, out of their line. And, and so, it was very difficult for white secondary leadership to 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 be there unless they did cooperate, and so it was lots easier to do it outside of the union. So, yeah. if you had been involved, and you might have been or been what they call as we mentioned as you mentioned before Uncle Tom. Mm -hmm. right. Is that correct? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it was just hard to sort of hard to play that role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where were there uh, were there blacks playing that role? Yeah, it was some blacks in the in the least. Of course at Wagner, it, 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 it never was in a black in the leadership that was in the paid leadership for a long time. I, I remember about two, but they was working at Wagner when I went there. And, uh, um. Was it difficult? Oh, I'm sorry. What? Did I interrupt you? Uh -uh. Was it difficult to, um, when you say you work with the people in the plant, was it was it difficult to arouse them to the right uh, key to get them to do what needed to be done at the time? And then, I mean, that you must have exerted it's a certain amount. Of, yes, no, black it wasn't. It, it wasn't a certain amount hard. of control. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't a, that. Hard. Uh, the the uh, black workers supported the ideas that we developed uh, in, in in stages. Uh, I think very well, and, and uh, these kind of things. But now, in in some plants, it wasn't that easy. Because, because uh, the, that probably was the only plant that I know of other plants 
that had this sort of leadership that would support this kind of a thing. And you had yeah. it from the white union leaders and you had it from the management? Yeah. Now, were you were you involved with other black men that were doing the same thing in other plants? Some, yeah, yeah. I knew some in other plants that were. But doing I mean, that. did you like and this is meet with them and this is what's no, happening here? No, we didn't meet with them as a group. You know, I just know people that was in there, and I, we would talk about it. Did Did you have a particular, a separate name for your group, or you were just the, the Negro no. part of the electrical yeah, union we, of the CIO? Is that right? Yeah, we started off with just uh, a handful of people in our plant that we didn't have no name. Uh, did you meet regularly? Yeah, we we met about we, we met for a while about every day at noon at lunchtime. Oh. And uh, until we was able to get the leadership of the union interested uh, uh, and so we didn't have no we, we didn't have no particular name in the, in the plan. Why do you think they became interested in you? Well, they 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 told us that they they felt that they had felt all along this should have been done. Is uh, you know, they weren't in no position. They said to as to initiate it, but they felt that all along that this should have been done. Well, uh, I, I, I think it give us a lot of advantage in, in moving. And, uh, but when the, <coughs> when the Negro Labor Council started later on, as a part of a, of, of a, of a national movement, for that, well, then that's what we was at that time. Then you know, became part a committee. Uh, but, but these things, but like other things in the movement in this country, uh, um, it, it, it was it was other plants in other cities that was similar to ours. And these kind of things, and this what this and and these are some of the things that we have to try to do is to. Herschel, uh, how did things change when the Negro Labor Council got involved? Came into being, said fifty-one. Well, it stepped up the drive for uh, for for integration in the plant. And which which uh, it had been over a period of time during the late parties and whatnot that uh, <coughs> management uh, was and uh, top labor leadership of the unions had, had gotten together and stopped had sort of stopped the progress. You know, slowed it down. Was so like under the Reagan administration, mm -hmm. you know, these things happen. They don't. They don't do it in a way. They never done it in a way in which uh, uh, you could point to so many particular things that they were supposed to be guilty of. They 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 did it in a very subtle way. But. Uh, this sort of got things moving again. And we have a custom in this country, and once things get started moving, we don't see the need for organization to the degree. And and things just die. As soon as they get going, they, they right. die. Yeah, things that die. As soon as they appoint too. a task force. Right, <laughs> right. And, and uh, so uh, you see that, right? In that 
You know, this guy Coleman Young, mm -hmm. mayor of Detroit, he was our executive secretary at that time. That's before he was mayor. mayor. And, uh, and uh, these guys, you know, our system in this country is different from anywhere else in the world. See, whether it's top labor leadership or, or middle or whatnot, we have uh, patterns in this country that's different from anywhere else. Yeah, and and uh, I know when he was executive secretary of, of the National Union Labor Council, it was much different than him then. And now, when he's mayor of Detroit, it is night and day. I'm sure, but he, he but he improves whenever these kind of guys get stepped up. It sort of improves. Things some, but but they're not going to push things too far. Then what? They don't they don't, they don't push things too far. They stays within a certain limit. Well, as you said before, uh, the soft spot. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And so uh, that's the general movement as far as as far as black people in this country. Period. That's the general movement. And then uh, they don't want a leader, but the only leader that we ever had of any sort in this country, never did accept that position. And that's Dr. King. That's one why the people, ordinary people, considered him as a, as a person that they could totally trust. That's what. I bet you among black people, 90, 98% of the people supported him. Herschel, during the 50s and 60s, when so many strides for blacks, uh, civil rights movement was going so big and important things were made happening, what was happening in the unions at that time? <laughs> The unions had the same kind of a, uh, uh, other conflicts that management had, our uh, society had. They would, as far you know, that they would hinder in one degree or another of their upgrading. They would what? They would not. They did not accept the upgrading of blacks in the labor movement in terms of leadership. So, in terms of leadership in, in, in the, in the organization. And so, whether it was, whether it was our society, our country at large, or whether it was management in the, in the, in the, in the in industry, or whether it the top leadership in the union, they all, all of them, you know, these sort of pill things sort of easy. So things weren't going ahead in the 50s and no. 60s? So. No. No, it was, a, it was a period of sort of, it's some call it sort of period of sort of stagnation. There's a hindrance. Hindrance. Well, they had to put sort of a stop to the, to the movement. Well, do you think they were afraid that there would be too much unrest? Or well, my opinion was that they was they did not they they did not want to do it because generally uh, the history of the upgrading of blacks always changed things too fast, and they didn't want to do that. And uh, this was the history of it. It happened. So, what, what what changes took place in the seventies? In the seventies, a lot of real changes took place. Right when during the during the period of the sixties and seventies, 
around the whole issue of Cain. And so, so the nation as a whole moved out. And of course, uh, it's, been, it's been slowed down, particularly from the Reagan administration on it. How does that make you feel? Well, it don't make me feel that surprised or, or, or discomfort. One thing, see, one thing, I think we miss certain things <coughs> because during that time, the particularly the Reagan administration and whatnot, more and more blacks went over to the other side. It become more it become more of a class question than it was a black question. And to my opinion, ever since that time it's this has been sort of growing among all people. You know, to the degree, and it 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 frustrates when when this is going on. It frustrates a larger amount of black people and white people. Do you think things are equal now? No, equal is is in plans. Among the uh, among the upper class, come much more being equal than there is a lower class. Does uh, money knows no color. Right, that? money knows no see, color. Let's see what you're teaching me. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what I think is a fact. Uh, money, yeah, money don't, don't know color, and uh, and you'll find as as the government upgrades more blacks into higher positions, you, you can see it. They, they support uh, uh, whatever. They support whatever the money is there. Um, Herschel, if you were young today, you're 80 years old, if you were young today, what would you want to do? What would you want to be? If I was young, well, that's where the problem comes. If I was young today and know what I know now, <laughs> okay. I would I would not change. I would, whatever I'm doing, I would do it better, I think. Uh, because I'm convinced now that because I, I, you know, I look at it much more of a historical thing than I did at that time. And uh, I'm convinced the only way that the world is going to continue surviving is, is this basic change, is the basic change among all people, where all people will be able to live and, and, and live happy together in place of the constant struggle and fighting <coughs> among nearly all people. Uh, from the fact that it, I don't think it was necessary that, that the world developed this way, but it was unavoidable. You know, it seems quite strange Every nation on, on earth always hate the other nation. And to some degree, it go, and to a great degree, it still goes on, uh, which is what is necessary. And so it, it, has, it has so much effect on, on ordinary people. They pay the price. Right, they pay the price.
at the time of the 50s and 60s and 70s, uh, can you talk about other people in the community, uh, other blacks, um, or the people that might have been, that were interested in civil rights? And, did the two mix? Did labor? Did civil rights? Yes. Yeah, the two mix is, is the only part from the fact that the blacks was almost left out of labor. You know, the it was a growing thing that excuse me, I, I understand that civil rights was about jobs and yeah. equal thing. Mm -hmm. But from your vantage point, mm -hmm. how did they fit into your Oh, to my point, I think it, it to, to, to the Negro labor yeah. union. Yeah, I think it did all right. The only thing about it, I was just, you know, it was so long before I got involved in labor. But I think it's, I think it was very necessary thing that it become more and more uh, a part of one another. It was, it, it was, it's still very essential that blacks become a part of organized labor. But that's hard to do from the fact that it's such a small amount of blacks and all that. Yeah, for instance, a Percy Green or an Ivory Perry um, or, or when Core uh, demonstrated and began to get jobs, mm -hmm. <coughs> was, that, uh, that was noticed by you? And yeah. Did it? Uh, did you know any of those people? Yeah, I know them. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been knowing Percy for the last 20 years. So a long, long, long. And I've been knowing Ivory not that long, long time. And personally, just between this Percy. This is between you and me because we got a tape on. I want you yeah, to remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but if you'd rather not say, I turn the tape. No, no, okay. no. I've always supported organized labor with Percy as just individuals that I felt that. But Percy generally rejected that. Generally rejected. Rejected being part of organized labor. And, and, and of course, I didn't blame him mm -hmm. as an individual the way that, that he was treated. But, uh, to improve society, the people have to, the more people understand, the ordinary person understands that the same things you have to go through with to make improvements. Well, when you refer to what he had to go through, do you mean being fired and? Well, fired one thing, but uh, just just he know that if he become a part of organized labor, he's going to be discriminated against, he's going to be this, he's going to be that, and that. Uh, uh, which is a, you know, a great hindrance to, to these kind of things. But it's just things, uh, organized labor is just a part of working people, whether they want to accept it or not. And uh, they can't get rid of it. They can improve it. And to improve it, sometimes you have to go the hard way to do it. And uh, so it is some people that just won't accept the hard way. But uh, um, these are the things to, these is the only avenues well, you have on making some basic changes within society. And, uh, well, Percy did his thing, Ivory did his thing, everybody right. seemed to... Yeah, they were doing their thing, which is a pretty normal thing. Pretty what? It's a pretty normal thing. Normal. Yeah. Well, Not the best thing, it's just a pretty normal thing, but it ain't the best thing that they do. You know, we could have gotten uh, all of the people, the, Everybody out there doing their thing, and we could have gotten together to do one thing. We could have uh, 
been much further on solving a lot of the problems. And did you talk to them about that? Mm -hmm. Well, I never talked to him about nothing much in this. He is, so he always was so independent guy. You know, never did. First, I talked to him about a number of things. Well, I certainly asked you a lot of questions, and you've been so generous with your time. And I have to tell you that when I when I throw these questions at you that are 30 years ago and 40 years ago and 50 yeah. years ago, yeah. I, I am, I'm amazed at the ability. But I do know that other people do interview you. I read a uh, little excerpt or something you do. Catholic worker. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, and so I know that uh, maybe these things are fresh in your mind because people keep coming back to you as the father of, of this movement at these times. Yeah, a lot of the things are fresh in my mind. Uh, but it's uh, the whole question of cor the correctness and incorrectness is a problem that uh, so many times you never know until after it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. We'd all like to be able to go back. What am I, what have I missed uh, that you feel is part of this picture that maybe we need to touch on? Well, you, you touched on just about everything. Uh, uh, Back before forties, during the thirties, mm -hmm. was in, in my opinion where the, the as far as black people, the labor movement really never played an important and not near as important a role as it did during the forties and fifties and sixties. I think that was one of the most important periods of our uh, history. The thirties, yeah. It was, uh, you know, from the fact of, of uh, doing the twenties, and you might say starting the late teens, was when the main migration of blacks to the north, and uh, so that laid the basis for the thirties to be a real turmoil period mm -hmm. and because as as at the time there was a lot more blacks in the north. They'd been here for a while and, and uh, they felt that they was entitled to, you know, same thing. And the same things they fought for. And it was not in the labor movement. You know, it was outside the labor movement. One thing the labor movement uh, uh, really wasn't, didn't play the same sort of a role, you know, because during the 30s when the CIO was, was, was organized, that's when the mass movements began more so than it did in other time. Because the CIO was more, it, you know, the CIO played a role with the movements where the AFL never did. Mm. Movements, yeah. Yeah, yeah, particularly as far as the, the black movements played a very important role with the black movements. Yeah. Mm. Well, they were, they were ready for the CIO, they needed yeah. a vehicle. Yeah, the CIO was very important mm -hmm. to a movement, it was. Uh, were there strikes? Oh, yeah. Did you all ever strike black? Uh, we we struck uh, when, at our plant. We had about a couple of different strikes. Mm -hmm. Did it matter? Yeah, I think it improved our condition. We were able to get an increase in wages, some, and, and uh, better working condition. Um, no riots in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. No, no riots. Why do you suppose not? Rides. Uh, St. Louis was not a city that uh, 
Imperides was advanced was the was the more advanced positions. Well then St. Louis was never a part of the most advanced positions. It was more well you never had the same type of black unity in St. Louis you did in majority of other northern cities. It was more passiveness St. Louis was. Because I can only give you my opinion. Uh, That's uh, what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the fact that St. Louis was the place stopped moving from the south. Mm -hmm. uh, people 